Hello and welcome to The Two of Us. We are a radio show turned podcast hosted by two lifelong friends. Join us as we discuss all things funny, interesting and thought-provoking. On today's episode, we're going to start by introducing ourselves and giving you some background to who we are and some context to the two of us. Kick back and enjoy. Are you recording? Yes, yeah. Okay, let's go. So a quick introduction from Izzy and myself. So I'm Libby, I'm 22 years old and I was born in Guildford and have lived and grown up in Farnham for my whole life. After finishing school and then college, I have gone on to the University of Sussex where I study sociology and criminology. I absolutely love it and it's led me into lots of different things um, such as what we're doing today and has certainly sparked a lot of my interests and the kind of career that I would like to go into in the end. I was born in London, in Kingston, and I moved to Farnham when I was five years old, and that's when I met Libby. Um, We met uh, in year one at primary school, and we've been in education together ever since. Um, We went to secondary school together, sixth form, and now we're at the University of Sussex. She's in her second year, and I'm in my third year, and I study drama, theatre, and performance. I've always been interested in theatre and performance and last summer I sort of my interest for radio and television um, was sparked and I I came across um, a magic radio stand it was like a pop-up radio stand in Hyde Park and I went over to one of the producers and said hey listen is there any chance that I can come in and do some work experience over the summer and I was lucky enough to be offered three days there And the best piece of advice they could give me was start your own show, start out by yourself and just just do it. Whilst you're at university, they have all the facilities, use them, abuse them. And that's exactly what I did. So after I started my radio show, I'd done a couple of episodes and they were to do um, with theatre and I, I really like reviewing things that I've seen, um, sort of encouraging students to go and see things whilst, you know, we were living in Brighton. Um, and Libby was actually a guest speaker on one of my shows. And I think it's the first time that we worked sort of together collaboratively on something. Um, so... Yeah, she came on the show and she had been to um, an event in London that she's going to talk about in a minute. And um, we did sort of an interview type thing. And I really enjoyed it. And we worked really well and sort of bounced off each other. And yeah, it was just a really nice thing to do. And I continued by myself for a bit because I wanted to sort of um, know how the whole thing worked. And I think it's very true that as soon as you you know, go into something with someone else, especially in something like radio, you sort of rely on someone to be that, like, filler voice. And I didn't want that. I wanted to sort of find my own feet. Yeah, definitely. So I, that's how I started off. And then after Christmas, I said, Libby, I think we should, should do this together. And it, it was something that we'd been speaking about for a while. And after Christmas, we made um, a radio show called The Two of Us, 
which was great. And we sort of merged both our interests um, together there and we were just getting into it. And um, we, we loved it up until the point that we had to stop. The university told us that we had to fled our accommodation I sound so dramatic but we did we literally we we heard the announcement announcement from Boris and we packed up our things and we came home and then we were sort of like that's it the radio shows the radio show's done like I've finished uni and it was actually a really traumatic couple of weeks it sounds ridiculous but like everything just sort of came to a halt really quick and the big shift from our usual routines and I'm sure everybody anyone who's listening you know whether you're a student or you're you know working or whatever it is that you're doing you know everyone's kind of lives have either really intensified whether you're a key worker or if you're a student or something else you know it's like everything has really just stopped and that is that's distressing do you know what I mean it is distressing for sure it is and I think I think particularly for me, I'm someone that struggles with change and we sort of had to, for a couple of days, things went quiet and then we sort of had to brainstorm and think, okay, well, how can we make the most out of this really weird, surreal situation? And we decided to 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 make a podcast and yeah. we wanted to keep um, the content sort of quite similar. And I think that was one of the things we discussed um, when we first we first spoke about it and we were like you know we need to address the fact that we are making a podcast in this time of COVID-19 but we still want to to talk about things that we would normally talk about um just to keep this whole thing light-hearted and um you know give our listeners something to to sort of enjoy and what we would normally want to kind of provide from our radio show of us just you know listening to good music having a good conversation whether it's about something funny or something that's a bit more thought-provoking we want to still be providing that and even though um the circumstances are a little bit different and it's COVID-19 isn't something we can entirely um forget about it's we want it to be able to provide what we were providing prior to it a hundred percent and I think people um, before we would we would plan really in depth things to talk about, and we are quite you know philosophical, and you know we we love we love to have a deep conversation. But people are just interested in in hearing us chat, and that's what's really nice about it. I think so. We're going to try and bring that forward um, into this sort of new platform that we're discovering so also yeah bear with us because we'd sort of just got to grips with the radio presenting and producing side of things and now we're trying to create a podcast in this weird zoom world where the wi-fi doesn't work and everyone sounds a bit robotic but everyone's in the same boat so I'm sure you can understand and we're learning an awful lot it's a real kind of learning curve and even like whilst this is pre-recorded and we're able to edit to a certain extent um which again you can fuss over more things live radio is also such a big learning curve so I feel like we're getting a real balance for kind of uh being able to juggle certain obstacles whether it is being live and having you know if there's you can't edit certain things but with a podcast you have that ability uh, but we've got other obstacles such as the fact that we are having to record this separately so it's it's very very educational for sure 
It is. And I think we've always we've always loved communicating and I'm excited to explore a new medium that that can also offer that. And it's weird us being separated because we're normally just together like in everything in those rooms right now at union we'd be recording it and yeah we would since we were five years old we've been in each other's pockets and now I'm looking at her through a screen it's kind of quite surreal um, <laughs> um but we hope you enjoy and um yes this is the two of us Izzy's given you a bit of an outline as to how she got into radio and her kind of drama background and how it led her to the radio show that she ended up uh, creating and similar for me I haven't necessarily gone down the drama route I study sociology and criminology but I've definitely always had I would say an interest in communicating like we've said like I really enjoy talking I enjoy having conversations that are kind of stimulating and that have depth to them and you know being able to kind of hear different perspectives I find that really interesting And I think when my uh, dad had been ill with multiple sclerosis for um, a number of years and he he died back in 2012 and it definitely kind of, I think, gives you a different outlook in life and it kind of makes you question things in a slightly different way. And so I'm quite a questioning person, if that makes any sense. I kind of like to discuss things and I ask, you know, well, why is that that way and whatever? And I think you know, where Izzy has her drama aspect of it. And then I kind of bring that to it together. It's been a really, it's been something that we've enjoyed doing. And when I came on as a guest and I spoke about, it was an event that was held in London uh, by the Stylist magazine, which is such a good magazine if anybody hasn't um, already heard of it. Uh, But it's basically a magazine that is based around being completely inclusive and um, they don't, include all of the stereotypical things that maybe other magazines particularly aimed at females um normally contain whether it's I don't know overly airbrushed images or like they will talk about things like periods and they try to kind of like decrease the taboo of like lots of things that women we certainly shouldn't be like ashamed to talk about and provides like a safe platform to be able to discuss that and um there's a really uh great woman who I've kind of known about for a couple years now called Chidera Aguru and um, she's also called the Slumflower uh, which you can follow her on Instagram and she was doing a live talk um, with the editor and another guest as well I can't remember her name but she was really good as well and yeah so I'd gone to that and came back on on Izzy's show discussed that and all of the things that she stands for Um, and yeah when Izzy then said you know would you like to do a joint thing I said absolutely so hopefully we'll be discussing lots of interesting things it will definitely also be light-hearted though because we love to have a laugh and yeah we hope that you can without seeing us you can gauge our friendship through your ears so yeah now that you've found out a little bit about us um I'm now going to kickstart today with three things that Libby doesn't actually know about me. And these are complete guesses. She probably does know this. Um, But I had to really think about things that she might not know. And they all happened to be when I was born or when I hadn't met her. Because like I said, we've just just lived in each other's pockets since um, we met each other. 
Um, but my three, um, Libby's, on, yeah, Libby's on the other end of the, of the screen here. Um, my three are, have I written them down? I wrote them down on here. Um, I should know this because they're about myself. Um, okay. Three things. The first one is that I was born with black hair. Wait, am I saying true or false? I know that's true. They're all true, but did you know that? Yeah, I did. I did know. I I knew that because I remember, I think this was, again, like ages ago. There's either a picture of you or I think it might have been when we were in primary school and we had to bring in like a baby photo or something. And I remember, and it's funny because my brother is also blonde and when he was born, he had dark hair. And I remember you, and it was just weird. It's like, what? You had, you had dark hair. Yeah. I was like, from age two, I had photos of me with like a bleach blonde bob. Mm. And my mum said that, yeah, when I was born, she was like, that's not my baby. And <laughs> my dad was like, it's yes, it is. It. Yes, it is. I've seen it. I've seen it come out of you. Um, <laughs> okay. So number two, I was supposed to be born on the 4th of September and I was two weeks early. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's so weird. I actually didn't know that. Okay? Did you not? But, no, I didn't know that. But what's so weird was, uh, oh my gosh, that's also so weird. Because if you had been even more early, oh no. Wait, no, you were two weeks late, not two weeks early. I was two weeks late. I was two weeks so late. What? I was two weeks late as well, because I was meant to be born on October the 19th, but I was two weeks late, so we are both two weeks late. We were okay. both two weeks late. Okay, I didn't know that either. Um... And the third one is, I think you do know this story, but when I was two years old, I ran away from home. I do not know this. Do you not know this? I don't know that. Okay, so <laughs> this is just, this is one of those stories where I can't, I can't tell if it's just like a... Do you remember it? A di- is it like, is distorted memory the right, or distorted yeah. image? Like, I don't know if it's just something that has been told time and time again you that I just... Yeah, I think I can just remember me walking out of my house and standing in the middle of the road, but I actually think it's just been passed down from um, my parents. But basically, when I was two, my mum was, my dad was working. We lived in, I think we were living in Sirencester at this point, so we'd moved from London and we lived in, I can think, I think I can remember the house. It was kind of like a barn. We had big gates and it was onto a main road and um my brother was being fed he's um he's 18 months younger than me so i was always like the the star child and uh, you know as he when he was born i didn't have as much attention and it used to come out in unusual ways and um my fam my family will know will know the stories of the vulcan grip I used to literally grab his face and twist twist his face. Oh my god! I yeah, and take him behind the sofa and terrorize I him. Nothing to pain. She still gives him that grip to, to this day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, he was being fed, and I think I was bored or I wasn't getting enough attention, and I left. I opened the front door and I just walked out into the middle of the road. I jumped over the gate, and I stood in the middle of the road on one of those um you know like the crossings like they have them in the middle of main roads 
and I was stood in the middle of the road and these cars were just like speeding past me and this man saw me and obviously I was like two so I couldn't even uh, really speak and um yeah and he took me to the police station and my mum oh my god yeah no no my parents my parents had to pick me up from the police station and this kind kind sweet man picked me up took me in his car and drove me to lucky you're lucky i know good intentions you know so yeah if it wasn't for that lovely man you might have not even met me today that's crazy i know oh my gosh i honestly did not know that so that's two things that i've learned uh two things yeah i was born two weeks late yeah i did not know that i did not know that so that's two new things i've learned about you okay so i've kind of done like okay (laughs) oh okay right so the first one okay wait the second one's a true or false one i'm just gonna do it okay so the first one was do you remember my first pets and their names and this is kind of a trick question so don't think to what i know you're thinking of okay i feel like you think i'm thinking of the mice yeah but i'm not but just side note libby one time i was around libby she had did you have pet mice yeah yeah i had two two and we watched them give birth on her kitchen table (laughs) um okay so it's not that i feel like you well i know your dogs and i know you didn't have a dog before poppy and ted please don't tell me you had a cat a rabbit did you have a rabbit no but kind of in a guinea pig you had a guinea pig two i had two guinea pigs do you just guess what their what their names were it was to do with the weather sun and rain rainbow and sunshine (laughs) so basically (laughs) that's so sweet did you name them yeah so i remember me and my dad we went to go pick them up and they were called they were called something like nutmeg and cookie and i was like no No. it was like rainbow and sunshine so i called them rainbow and sunshine okay i didn't know that that's a new new fact of the day okay so the second one is is this true or false i was stung by a weaver fish while pretending to be an animal presenter on my boogie board at the witterings yes that's true that is yes that's true i've heard you tell me that before yeah it was so so bad so i was literally i was probably like maybe i was eight actually no it wasn't the witterings it was you know that bay place it's where your chisholm your mum goes watergate bay cornwall no no like um oh my gosh that's really gonna annoy me uh it's something bay or but it's not watergate bay but anyway it's kind of near um bracklesham bay oh yeah 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 and um, I was there with my mum, auntie and Luke and I was like obsessed with like animal programmes and stuff at this point. Like whenever it was, do you remember when it was Big Cat Week on yeah. TV? What's that? I would literally force Luke to pretend to be a lion cub outside <laughs> in the grass and I'd be like, oh my God, we found this. So what? that's what actually the real then, reason as to why you've got into presenting, isn't it? <laughs> that's the real the real thing but yeah and then I had I had like this boogie board which had like it looked like kawaii on it and you know you could strap it round your ankle yeah and I was like walking walking in the sea and was like oh we hear we see this fish and whatever and whatever <laughs> and suddenly I was like oh 
my god I was like what the hell I was like I was like this is this is not okay and I'm not even exaggerating I was dragging myself up these st- it was it's not even a sandy beach what even is a weaver fish is it like a I jellyfish or does that have it's- like I imagine it to be like a fish with a really long spike on it it's more like a stingray. So it's really flat. That's and terrifying. And they go on the surface and they have like a spike in them. Anyway, so then the paramedics have to come. Oh my God. I, like a Baywatch scene. I literally had to put my foot what? in boiling water. And they were like, you're so lucky that it didn't go into your bloodstream. Otherwise you would have died. <gasps> so you might have died as well. Okay, def- like being a little, that's like a slight exaggeration. But they were like, it would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah. Okay, so then the third one, and I hope you know this. Which actor from a BBC TV show did I print out and put in a glass heart-shaped frame? Bolton. Yes! Bolton yes! from, what's it called? What's it called? Um, Waterloo Road. Yes, I know that. Smiley. I, I know that, I know that. Wow, that was very successful, I think, on both parts. Yeah, that was really good. And I'm glad that we're both here today to tell the stories because it seemed like we were pretty wild. It was a close shave, yeah, for sure. Now for the question of the episode. Izzy and I thought it would be fun if we took it in turns to every week ask each other a question. And over on our Instagram, you can also submit any of your answers to any of the guesses uh, for the question of the episode. So, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm guessing this week. Okay, so the question of this episode is... How many eyes do bees have? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had time to think about this because we posted the question of the episode on our Instagram, um, which we will tag and leave below. And so I spent quite a lot of yesterday thinking about this question. That's nice to know. (laughs) And I... I've been conflicted between two answers. Okay. Initially, I thought two. Then I thought four because of the antennas. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see, yeah. Then I don't know if that's what they smell with. That's how they smell pollen. And it could be like a trick question, I guess, couldn't it? But then I thought maybe they don't have any any eyes. That is a, that's a definite possibility. And do you know what I actually thought this morning? What? This was a real thought that came into my head. A tiny, tiny, tiny mosquito flew into my room and I killed, I squished it. And I thought, have I just mushed its brains? <laughs> and then I thought, and then I thought, how does a mosquito that tiny have a brain? It's crazy. Does it, does it have a brain? It must. Or like, it, well, I guess so, yeah. Because it all like... It's just like a tiny, tiny particle. So tiny. And even because things like... how big our brain is. And inside that tiny mosquito, there was like a, a fully formed body. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? And Anyway, back to the question of the week. <laughs> I think my answer is going to be... I feel like you just wouldn't have chosen the question if it was two eyes. Yeah. Maybe it was a trick one. Listen, I'm not giving anything away here, so okay. you can submit your answer and you can fret until the next episode. Okay, my answer is four eyes. 
I don't know why, but... We'll go with that. We'll go with that. So tune in next time and we will then reveal the answer. As well as coming up with a question of the episode, we are also finding a quote for each week, which we've posted on our social media. And this week it was my turn. And I found this beautiful quote on Twitter by a lady called Christy Belcourt. And it says, For everyone who previously thought investments or careers in the arts were frivolous, think of what this pandemic would be like if people didn't have music, movies, books and art. Arts are an essential service. And that just really stuck with me. And I think it's, um, I think it's just really, really true. I think people are very quick to judge. And I certainly find it with my course, people say, oh, what do you do? And I say, I say, I do drama. And they go, oh, wow. Well, what do you want to be an actress? And I'm like, no. And that's, you know, that's it. And they sort of, they turn their nose up a bit. And I think, you know, where would we be without the arts, especially these last few weeks? I think that's just been something that's been keeping all of us going. We hope you've enjoyed an insight into the podcast and what it's all about, the kind of things that we're going to be discussing, and also just an insight into our friendship and who the two of us are. Please head over to our social media. We will link our Instagram account below. And if you're lucky, we might give you a clue to what the next episode might be about. Bye! Hey, it's Izzy. I'm just going through and editing all the audio clips. Um, Libby's already been through once and I'm just going in and changing some last little bits now. And I thought it'd be fun to keep the bloopers in. She doesn't actually know this, but um, you will be introduced to her lovely, loud, bellow laugh. So stay tuned if you want to hear that. Please... Disclaimer, that first laugh was in fact me. After finishing school and college, I ended up at the University of Sussex where I study sociology and criminology. And I finish the following year, so I've got one more year left. Ah! Join us as we discuss all things funny, interesting and thought-provoking. On today's episode, we are going to start by introducing ourselves and giving you... We can do a bloopers. We can do. I'm excited. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you.